around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. What a fabulous show we have for you today. Uh, you know, let me just say this before I get started. Um, I want to thank everyone for supporting the show and for taking it to the level that it is. I mean, it's through your listenership and and your support that this vibration can change on this planet and that each and every one of us has a part to play in it. This is not living by life on the couch. This is about taking your contribution out into the world. I want to thank everyone for doing that. Thank you for all the emails and uh, the correspondence. Uh, Today's show, as I promised you, is a show that I've been looking forward to for a very long time. And I want to just mention a few things about my guest, Rabbi Michael Lerner. You know, if you were to to seek out who Rabbi Michael Lerner is, you would find many, many things on the Internet. You would find that he is an internationally renowned social theorist, a theologian, a psychotherapist. He is the editor of Tacoon Magazine. Um, of, of course, he, he has a Ph.D., uh, and he has written many books, uh, one of which we are going to be talking about today, The Left Hand of God. It, one of the things, you know, you're even going to find if, you find, if you if you do a little searching, you're going to find that at some point in time, uh, J. Edgar Hoover called him one of the most dangerous criminals in America at some point. And, and here we are today with Rabbi Michael Lerner, a clearly a political activist, clearly someone that is committed to creating positive change in this world peace and really challenges all of us, including me, to ask, are we doing all that we can do to create peace in a platform on this planet? And I want to to have everyone that's listening to this show really ponder this question and, more importantly, really ponder what part you are responsible for. So, Rabbi Michael Lerner, I want to thank you so much for joining this show today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, as I said before, there are many things that that we could say about your work, many things that people can find. I want to start out by asking you a question that I ask every one of my guests. And it goes like this. Uh, Here you are. You've written uh, numerous books, most recently The Left Hand of God, been on television, been on radio, uh, been all over the planet. And in all that you've done and all that you are, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Um, well, I think the uh, biggest obstacle that I've had to overcome is the sense of my own personal inadequacies. And um, I'm, I'm well aware of the ways in which I myself am not the fullest total embodiment of the ideals that I articulate. And um, and so that gap um, has often troubled me, 
and um, made me um, wonder how much more time I need to work on myself and then whether to um, be out in the public sphere with those um, with with that gap and yet at the same time uh, struggling with that on the one hand and on the other hand with the tremendous um, uh, upset that I have about the pain that continues on this planet for so many people and feeling that um, that I can't in, be too self-indulgent in thinking that um, my inadequacies are so important <laughs> that they should, they should keep me from doing what really ought to be done, which is to challenge uh, those institutions and social practices that are leading to a great deal of pain for people on this planet. Well, yeah, absolutely. If we were to kind of look at sort of our, our mirror image with a little smudge that shows up in the mirror every once in a while and, and decide that that's, uh, that's going to hold us back from, from getting up and, and doing what we need to do each day, uh, we certainly would be in more trouble than we are today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's really, um, but that has continually uh, been the thing that I have to overcome because, um, uh, on the one hand, um, I really believe that the world needs to be changed, and on the other hand, I also know that um, that there are um, all kinds of ways in which it would be better if I were if I were a more fully evolved human being, and so I um, I need to um, continually try to work on on both fronts and. Um, and not be too despairing. Um, this, this, um, you know, this dynamic is particularly in the forefront of my mind this week because um, we're between. Um, I'm I'm a rabbi, and this is the week between Rosh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Mm. Those are the time. This is the time when Jews around the world are supposed to be focused on um, what kind of transformations we want to make in ourselves as we enter our new year, and what kind of um, what kinds of transformations we need in the larger society. So it's very front front burner for me at the moment. Well, let's start out with with those uh, with, with that uh, that that particular question uh, about transformation. Yeah. Uh, there are some people that you know um, I talk to that are very excited about the future and where we're going. There are others that are very fearful, and there are others, and I'd say a large part that are pretty much well. It's just another day in America, just another day in the world. Is this a time for people? To kind of sit back and watch, or is is this the time for people to just get up and do something? Well, of course, I, I believe it's uh, critical that we uh, move and move very quickly to save our planet and to save our society. I mean, to, to, today, this very day, we have um, the Congress of the United States sitting uh, to discuss the possibility of. Um, uh, um, Accepting President Bush's plan to essentially legalize torture and, in effect, dismantle the entire post World War II international legal structure that had um, um, created a set of human rights that were um, uh, of which one of which was to uh, prohibiting torture. So. Um, those of us who um, uh, sit back today and don't call our 
Congress people, our U.S. senators and our our Congress people, and demand that they do um, engage in a filibuster or disruption of the of the activity of the Congress today, um, will someday look back and say, "Why didn't I say something at the critical moment when this kind of thing was happening?" Of course, uh, there are many other spheres. Um, like this, uh, in which um, we're, uh, um, we are now facing the incredible degradation of the environment and the destruction of the, the legacy of the past five billion years of the development of the Earth. And again, we might say, why aren't we saying something? And why aren't we doing something about it? And um, we know that we're facing a, a time in which the changes are going to be irrevocable, and um, there will be no way to ever make up for the destructiveness that's happening. So both on the very immediate, namely, go to your phones right now and call up um, your uh, Cantwell, call up the, uh, you know, call up your senators and uh, tell them that they've got to engage in a filibuster today to stop that, uh, that, that move to allow torture. And on the one hand, and on the other hand, continue to struggle for um, against any um, any person who's uh, in elected office who doesn't do way more to protect our environment than the destruction there. And of course, you know, today we've got we're, we're living in a world in which um, we have a global system, an global economic system, which. Uh, unfairly distributes the wealth of the planet in such a way that um, um, today, this very day, uh, somewhere between 20 and 30,000 young young people between the ages of zero and five will die of starvation. Now, they'll die of starvation not because there isn't enough food on the planet, but because of the way we've distributed the wealth on the planet, the food, um, we have an uh, excess of food in some places, and no food in other places, and we're not trying to redistribute it, and we're also not trying to um, change the economic systems that in, uh, that uh, have undermined local agriculture and dumped into um, uh, poor countries um, subsidized foods that um, are cheap are cheaper than subsidized wheat, for example, that's cheaper than what people can grow in their own countries. It's putting the farmers out of business there locally, then raising the prices um, in ways that um, many people in the country can't afford. Well, you know, for, for those of us that sit here, it doesn't make much sense at all. And, you know, in this country, uh, the food that we scrape off our plates at the end of, at the end of a meal and throw in the garbage uh, equates to enough food, you know, to feed people that are starving and hungry all over the planet. Yes, absolutely. I mean, just in that very aspect, isn't what we're talking about almost, at least for me, haven't we gone to a place where we've become numb? You know what I'm saying? Numb yes. to what's going on in the world. And once you become numb, you know, what does it take to ignite a spark to really get us to stand up, pay attention, and, uh, and, and, and just become awake again. I mean, this is the exploration. I mean, when we're talking about uh, something in front of our government that will enable torture, it is mind-boggling to even imagine such a thing for me, and yet it's real. 
Yeah, and uh, not only is it real, but um, many of the people listening to this show may someday face that torture because um, there's no stopping um, a government that feels that they can get away with that. Absolutely not. And, you know, we've been watching this, uh, Rabbi uh, Lerner. We've been watching this over time now, and at least I've been watching it over time, and you have to ask yourself, uh, you know, do you feel exempt or powerless in what's going on? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, we're going to continue our conversation uh, today with uh, Rabbi Michael Lerner. We're going to also let you know about an upcoming event that he's going to be attending. And this is really a conversation for all of you, for everyone that's listening to this show. If you've got questions, if you've got comments, this would be a way to connect and get your voice heard right here on the table at Voice America. You can call 866-472-5788, 866-472-5788. When we return, more with Rabbi Michael Lerner, more about how each and every one of us can contribute. And if you're wondering if this is the time the answer is, it is. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. The authority and Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul. But right now, I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend, Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Kahuna is ancient wisdom taught by the Kahunas in Hawaii. Ancient wisdom, modern application. Huna is about empowerment, about increasing your spirituality, energy, and metaphysical healing power. If you could experience and connect physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with a higher power that can empower you to bring into your life whatever you desire, join the Kahunas that carry the teachings of the past at our 33rd Huna Workshop in Kona, Hawaii, September the 9th through the 17th. Call 800-800-MIND or visit Huna.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount, the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. The Sacred Romance is a new CD produced by Ava and Dennis. This music is straight from the heart and celebrates the light within us all. This music provides a welcome haven for the soul in these troubling times. 
To receive the CD or see Ava and Dennis live, visit www.thesacredromance.com or call them at 888-62-DREAM. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the show today. I'm here with Rabbi Michael Lerner. As I said before, he is an internationally renowned uh, the, uh, theorist, theologian, psychotherapist, and uh, editor of the Kuhn Magazine. Uh, he is much more than that, as I said earlier in the show, uh, and he really is a champion for honoring the dignity of the human spirit, and you know that's what we talk about on this show. He's also the author of The Left Hand of God, and we're going to be talking about that, taking back our country from the religious right. You know, Rabbi Lerner, again, thank you for joining joining us today. And You know, you and I were talking during break as well as before the break about uh, what really is on the table right now for this country, and we were talking about uh, legislation being enacted which will uh, virtually allow torture of people. But that's really the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I think what, what we're seeing is um, a, a government that is not, on the one hand, not afraid to lie systematically about the facts of what's going on, and um, but of course we've had that in the in the past. And on the other hand, um, simply has no um, moral compass and uh, and is willing to simply say, yeah, all the things that um, that people believed in, uh, like protection of individuals in the society, just aren't that important. That what's really important is this terrible threat of um, of terrorism that uh, is about to. Um, Eat you up unless you uh, allow us to uh, destroy all all the restraints on on uh, human rights. Well, when when do we as people stand up and draw the line and say, "Not my rights"? Well, it better be today. <laughs> that would be that would hope today. Do you do you think people are really tuned in and paying attention? No, and I, I don't. I don't think that it's totally their fault. I mean, I think that the media completely obscures the the urgency and the the seriousness of what people are facing in the world today, and uh, um, makes it seem as though this is just um, a, another uh, little step. And I think the way it was handled last week with the destruction of um, protections against torture was that there was a struggle going on between two sections of the Republican Party and uh, the um, and supposedly the more sane section, the McCain section, was winning a victory over the more irrational section, namely the, the president. But what actually turned out was a 
compromise that um, in the only in the most minor ways stopped the president from um, uh, from the one set of excesses, but nevertheless continued to allow what the president actually wanted, which is the right to continue to torture people. And in, in, you know we're we're heading into a an election level here in this country, yeah. and, uh, and and I don't know about you, but I'm watching in my own state. Uh, some of the things that are said, but more importantly, some of the things that are not said. And uh, I want to I look at this from a very broad perspective because what I've said is, this is, for me, I do this radio show because I do it to honor the dignity of the human spirit. And I think that transcends, in my mind, politics. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you a question about uh, the book, when you wrote the book, The Left Hand of God. And when I read this book, you are talking about the dignity of the human spirit. You're talking about uh, what is our, our, our spiritual essence, what is up for us to do to create a place where all people can live without fear, mm-hmm. can live in prosperity. Yes. Well, you um I, I believe that there are a very large number of Americans who want that. And one of the things that I explore in my book is, um, why is it that people are um, supporting politics that seem to go against their own self-interest? Mm-hmm. And um, in doing that, um, um, in, in asking that question to people, um, I found that there are a very large number of people who are voting for um right-wing politicians who are nevertheless in their um, agreeing with liberal or progressive ideas. Uh, now, this is really bizarre. Um, I mean, it's one thing if people have uh, moved to the right because they've been convinced that war is the only path and that ecological issues are irrelevant to them or whatever, but that, that's not what's happening in this country. Instead, we have a um, what the liberal and progressive world doesn't understand is that there's a deep spiritual crisis in people's lives in this society that people um, have uh, faced day in and day out a world of work in which they are taught over and over again every moment that there's a bottom line and the bottom line is money and power Mm. and that if they don't contribute to show that they can effectively contribute to the maximization of money and power for the corporations within which they work, or for the for the um, institutions of every sort in which they work, they will um, quickly be seen as inefficient and unproductive as workers, and eventually either lose their jobs, or their entire work unit will lose their uh, its jobs, or the entire corporation will be closed down if the if um, it can't prove that it is efficient in maximizing money and power. And with that comes a um, um, with that consciousness comes a message from the world of work that says, look, nobody is here to maximize your money and power. Um, everybody's out for themselves. And if you don't um, watch your own back and protect yourselves, others will take advantage of you. Now, the, um, and to maximize their own advantage over you unless you first maximize your advantage over them. And that creates a tremendous element of fear in people's lives in which they feel that the only rational thing they can do is to look out for number one. But when you have everybody in the society 
looking out for number one. That's their bottom line, and that's what they've learned to be as the only rational way to be in this society. Then you get tremendous loneliness, tremendous sense of uh, despair in the part of people that um, everybody is out for themselves. They have to be out for themselves, and who can they trust? Who can they really count on? And this is brought home from the world of work into our personal lives. And so more and more people in the world of dating find that um, they, they are being used by other people for the other person's advantage or de- uh, to satisfy the other person's desires. Um, they're surrounded by people who are, um, seem to be selfish, seem to be materialistic, seem to be just caring about themselves. They enter into loving relationships, and even in families, they find that the ethos of materialism and selfishness in the society is so powerful, and they know that their partner has grown up in the same society as they have, so the chances are that that partner is going to also have internalized his or her own vision of being rational, which is that they're out for themselves. And too often in our society today, um, a long-term commitment or a marriage is based on the a kind of a rational calculation that says, amongst the people who are likely to fall for me in the short run, this one will satisfy more of my needs than anyone else. Well, that seems to be rational at first, but what happens is, is that if you have two people who are in a relationship in which they've basically said, yeah, I'm in this because this person will satisfy more of my needs than anyone else, they also feel very insecure because they know that they're partner is probably thinking the same thing and that they can never be sure that at some point in their life their partner won't be able to find somebody else who might satisfy yet more of their needs and then if their partner is a rational maximizer of self-interest then of course their partner is going to leave you for this other possible uh, relationship because this other possible relationship might give you yet more of your needs being satisfied. Well, in that case, you find people being very, feeling very lonely. They don't know, even in their m- most close relationships, even, um, even in their, uh, their marriages, they don't know when their partner might not find somebody who would satisfy more of their needs. And according to the rationality of this society, they'd be irrational not to leave. Now, you get a society filled with the fear that is generated when people don't know who they can trust and who they can count on, and you get a deep spiritual crisis in which people feel that nobody is ever looking at them or seeing them for who they really are, but only for what they can produce, for what they can do for the other. I love the way you've just talked about that, uh, Rabbi Lerner, because uh, I think it it really is uh, important for all of us to really get a sense of how this all breaks down. Uh, when we started, as you said, in the workplace, when we started, uh, and maybe it was 15 years ago the most, when we started telling employees that you're no longer of value, that the bottom line is more important, that we started to use a word called downsizing to explain how to make ends meet in the corporations that were making billions, we actually betrayed a trust of people that were used to, at least in this country, to a long-term relationship and connection at work. And wasn't that the microcosm for what you're talking about that happens at the individual level? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it happens. Um, the, the macro dramatically affects the micro, and 
and and then it conversely goes the other way as well. So so um, there's this strong interaction, and um, when you're living in a social order in which what's rational is to maximize self-interest, um, every person starts to internalize it in in a deep and destructive way. All right, thank you. We'll take a short break, and when we come back. Uh, we'll continue our conversation uh, here with Rabbi Michael Lerner. For those of you that have a comment or question, uh, 866-472-5788. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, more with this very, very, very important conversation. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to CopiousHealth.com or call 206 206- 423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. CopiousHealth.com. Okay, everyone, listen up. Dr. Pat brings you her favorite organic wines from the Organic Wine Company, direct to you for this limited-time special offer. Would you like to enjoy the luscious taste of natural grapes grown with love for the land and tantalizing your taste buds at the same time? Well, Dr. Pat has selected three of her favorite wines for only $49, a 40% savings. Visit www.thedrpatshow.com and click on Dr. Pat's Picks for this special offer. Or you can call 1-888-326-9463. Your mission if you choose to accept it. It's to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute. Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at one 866 6463. Time Magazine says NLP has untapped potential for treating individual problems and is becoming an all-purpose self-improvement program and technology. Come experience NLP for yourself at the Empowerment Partnerships Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, Washington, October 8th through the 14th. Since 1982, the Empowerment Partnership has taught thousands of people like you create critical transformations in areas that count most. Relationships, health, wealth, and state of mind. If you want to increase your creative energy, get control of your life, and enjoy new levels of existence, call 1-800-800-MIND. That's 1-800-800-MIND. Or go to NLP.com. That's NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call to receive a special discount. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm here with uh, Rabbi Michael Lerner. And uh, for those of you uh, that want to find out about the book, you can certainly get the book just about everywhere, The Left Hand of God, Taking Back Our Country from the Religious Right. Also, um, Rabbi Lerner is going to be a keynote speaker uh, in an upcoming event hosted by the Washington Association of Churches. It's an annual dinner. Uh, and it's a campaign for progressive faith values. That's going to be uh, held October 4th, and that will be in the Seattle area, Seattle University's uh, Campion Hall. And uh, let me just give you some information so you know how to find out more about this and uh, find out how to register. You can give a call at 206-755-1800. That's 206-755-1800, and um, uh, lots going on. You know, the theme of this event, uh, Rabbi Lerner, is make a joyful noise. Mm-hmm. And I shared with you during the break a conversation I had with my uncle and the fact that after, oh, 80-something years has, in his words, left the Catholic Church and why he did that. But his question is, he feels very alone in his his activist uh, effort and really wants to know what is it going to take for uh, people to come together, in his words, to snap out of it. You know, what is it going to take for people not to hate homosexuals, hate people of different races? What's it going to take, you know, to stop campaigning about uh, issues like gay marriage and get down to the real issues, poverty, education, uh, just loving each other. What is it going to take in this world, in this country right now? Well, it's going. First of all, it's going to take um, our ability to understand that for a large number of people, the issues are not the issue. The issues of what's going on in the world are, um, and this is where we were when when we had the break. The issues in the um, in what's going on in the world are secondary to the pain that people are in, and no matter how much they could agree with us on some of the issues, they feel a huge number of people feel that they are not being heard, that their pain is not being paid attention to by the liberal and progressive forces, that the liberal and progressive forces don't really care about them in any real way, that all they care about is someone else. And meanwhile, uh, people are feeling tremendously fearful and, um, and in great pain about what's going on in their own lives and feeling that nobody really gets it except some people in the religious right who are speaking to them not about what's right or wrong, but what's love and not love, what's caring and not caring. That is, people, um, and so um, very often people feel that... Um, the, what they want, they need first is somebody who provides them with a sense of security and caring and tenderness. And secure, caring and tenderness and love, generosity of spirit, this is not what they encounter when they go to um, an anti-war demonstration or a, a left meeting. They may hear some of those words, but they don't have that experience. 
And whereas when they go to a right-wing church, they often find that no matter um, how bad the politics are of that church, when you're actually going there, people treat them with kindness and with generosity and with love and with um, uh, a focus on their needs and their their immediate concerns. And that's a real different different experience. So... You, you can say, well, they should not. They should understand the larger issues and so forth. But um, until we have a progressive movement that can address things from the standpoint of love and caring, I mean, those are words that you never even hear in the, in, in the left. And when you hear them, uh, they're immediately put down as sounding flaky or new agey or something like that. That's why we've created this new national organization called the Network of spiritual progressives to try to create a different kind of progressive movement that has at the center of its campaign, the center of its its focus, um, building a world of love and caring and kindness and generosity. And that's, um, uh, that is, in my view, the central task that needs to happen. We need to have a whole different kind of alternative. You see, people can say, yeah, there's all kinds of things that are wrong in the world, but if they can't imagine that there's going to be an alternative that's actually possible, then they say, yeah, why should I spend my time all day um, worrying about and feeling miserable about the things that can't be changed? Um, if you can't change it, I might as well focus in on um, on what I can deal with in my small picture, and not worry about the big picture. The big picture is out of my is out of my hands. You know, thank you for saying that because uh, you know sometimes the big picture seems just overwhelmingly big, yep. and it, it's it's really like how how do we as individuals really stand up for our own rights. I had a very interesting conversation, and I wanted to get your take on this, because um, when I read your book, The Left Hand of God, I mean, for me, it, it was a reflection. At one point, uh, kind of like what you talked about earlier, the gap in my own personal effort to do more in the world and what I believe and to be what I say. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it raises the question for me around, okay, who is out there? Who can I turn to right now? Who can I turn to to really take this cause, to really look at what's happening in the spiritual crisis, for people not to be afraid to talk about spirituality for everyone without the use of fear tactics? And, and when I look at that, it's, it's hard-pressed for me to see that. Am I alone in that? No, you're not. There, there are um, a lot of people who uh, feel that they would like to see something different, but they don't feel that um, when, when they encounter um, the the people in the Democratic Party or they encounter the people in the anti-war movement, they don't feel feel something different. They feel like it's the same old thing. Um, uh, on the one hand, uh, you have a Democrats who are. Um, Often spineless, don't stand up for anything that they supposedly believe in, and you feel like you can't really count on them. Or this is what a lot of the people that I've interviewed have said: that they feel like they can't count on Democrats because they're liberal about their liberalism. That is, that they they won't fight for what they believe in. They won't even fight for themselves. I mean, here you had Gore actually win the popular vote, and uh, good as his ideas are. There's no backbone there. There's no willingness to stand up and fight for something. 
And so people feel like, well, what, what's the point of hearing great, good ideas if there's nobody there who will actually fight for those ideas and struggle? And, you know, if, if I don't want to be going out into the public sphere alone and facing the possibility that um, I'll get just hurt. If, if I get hurt and um, fighting for some ideal and nobody's there to protect me, nobody's there with me. So um, there needs to be an alternative, and the alternative isn't there. Then people go to an anti-war rally, and they feel so much anger, and they don't feel any, they, they rarely hear a positive alternative. So that's why um, I say we need an alternative, and we've created one. It's called the Network of Spiritual Progressives, and your listeners can find it on the web at, uh, at www.spiritualprogressives.org. Okay, and we're going to talk more about that when we come back because um, we were part of an event that was in the Pacific Northwest, and it was a sacred activism conference. And, and these, these things that are being created, especially the work of Rabbi Michael Lerner uh, and, and the, uh, the organization we're talking about is really an opportunity for everyone to tap in, to really plug in and find your place, find your voice, and align with what you value uh, most. And we know what people value. They really tell us what people value. But when you have what people consider to be a lack of choice, they'll go to the least painful place. And yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk more about that when we come back from from break. Uh, do you choose pain, or do you choose a lack of uh, of self torture, so to speak? I'm here with Rabbi Michael Lerner. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking more about the, the, the some of the things that he's doing, his upcoming events, and how each and every one of us can tap into uh, this new organization that we're going to feature in the next segment. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call now, 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's right, 1-866-NO-BLOAT and discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. HUNA is for everyone, any race, religion, gender, and age. Anyone that wants to know more about who we are, why we're here, and how the universe works. A wide and varied range of people with different backgrounds are drawn to HUNA and attend the biannual HUNA workshop. Healthcare professionals, therapists, lawyers, managers, educators, professional athletes, college students, and people just like you. If you're interested in a more spiritual view of the world, if you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then HUNA is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to HUNA.com and learn about the September 9th through the 17th HUNA event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount. Anywhere, 
Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at the drpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at the drpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? The Empowerment Partnership is, and they'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun and Bradstreet. The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in trainings for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of HUNA. Their students come from a wide-ranging background, business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com and mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to thank you. Thank you, Rabbi Michael Lerner. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Um, let's give out some information so that folks can find out more about what you're doing and the network of spiritual progressives because I think that's a, an opportunity for people to participate all over the country. There are local chapters as well. I wonder if you uh, could uh, say a little bit about that and give out that information. Yeah, well, we have... Um... We started about a year and a half ago with the Network of Spiritual Progressives, and we now have about 5,000 people in local chapters around the country. Um, there's one in Seattle, and um, the uh, contact person there is a person named Jerome Croman, C-H-R-O-M-A-N, and his email is jerome at connectexpress.com. Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-E at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-X-P-R-E-S-S.com. It's connectexpress.com. And we have chapters all over. I'm going to be speaking uh, I'm going to be speaking in Seattle on Tuesday night, uh, October 3rd, and Wednesday night, October 4th. I'm going to um, be in um, uh, speaking in um, uh, Tucson uh, the week after that uh, on the 12th and uh, both both at a meeting of our local chapter in Tucson and then at the um, the Social Ventures Network conference there. I'm going to be speaking at our chapter in Corpus Christi, Texas, on October 18th and back to Washington on the 19th at Spokane, Spokane, Washington, on uh, October 19th. And uh, so um, that's, that's a few of the stuff that I'm going to be doing in this month. Um, 
but the best thing is for people to come to our website, um, www.spiritualprogressives.org, and there you can join our organization. Um, you can read about what we're doing. Um, we are doing a, a great number of different things, um, but um, we've developed um, something that um, I discuss in detail in the book, The Left Hand of God, and it's called The Spiritual Covenant with America. Yes. And the Spiritual Covenant is a, um, a plan that we, um, of eight, eight, eight points um, that are meant to um, focus uh, a conversation on what it would look like if you had this new bo- a new bottom line. See, um, the central idea that we're putting forward politically is that there needs to be the old bottom line of money and power has to be replaced with a new bottom line that doesn't judge institutions or social practices to be efficient, rational, or productive only to the extent that they maximize money and power, but should also uh, um, judge them efficient, rational, and productive to the extent that they maximize love and caring, kindness and generosity, ethical and ecological sensitivity, enhance our capacities to respond to other human beings as embodiments of the sacred, and enhance our capacity to respond to the universe with awe and wonder and radical amazement at the grandeur of creation. Now, this is a very different kind of bottom line. It's a bottom line which you would quickly, if you applied it to our institutions, you'd quickly see that most of our institutions in this society are irrational, inefficient, unproductive. They don't tend to produce loving and caring human beings or ethically and ecologically sensitive human beings or spiritually conscious human beings or people who are able to um, to recognize the uh, the other as an embodiment of the sacred. So this is a, a whole different way of thinking about efficiency, rationality, and productivity. And then we ask, well, what if you took that principle and started to apply it to politics? What would you come up with? And um, and that's where we developed the spiritual covenant with America. And the spiritual covenant is sort of the center of um, what we in the network of spiritual progressives um, are putting forward and will be putting forward over the course of the next several years. And uh, let me give you one example of our spiritual covenant. Um, we believe, um, and this is a plank number seven, it's about foreign policy, um, that we will build a safer world Promote a, a, a re- and promote a rational approach to immigration through a strategy of nonviolence and generosity that eliminates poverty both in the U.S. and every other country on the planet. Um, the, uh, and so we have, um, in other words, this is based on a, cert- a core insight that is necessary for the 21st century, which is that the well-being of our of each of us depends on the well-being of all of us that there is no way that Americans can be safe and secure uh, and have well-being unless there's well-being for everyone else on the planet. We're all we're in one tiny little planet now, and there's no private solutions that don't involve taking care of the well-being of everyone else. So starting from there, we call for, uh, this is plank number seven of our network of spiritual progressives, um, spiritual covenant with America, um, we call for a global Marshall Plan. Now, uh, the global Marshall Plan says that the United States will use 5% of the gross domestic product of the United States, 5% of the gross domestic product of the United States for each year for the next 20 to dedicate that gross domestic product totally to eliminating global poverty, homelessness, hunger, 
inadequate education, inadequate health care, and repairing the damage done to the environment by 150 years of irresponsible forms of, um, in, of um, industrialization in both capitalist and socialist countries. And what we want to do is to repair that. So if we did that, if we took this global, envi- uh, global uh, Marshall Plans and actually implemented it, we would have a positive answer to how to the to to those in our uh, the fear fear mongers in both parties who say, um, "Gee, we have no alternative but to engage in this war against terror." Mm-hmm. Well, the war against terror is so, is sinking trillions of dollars into a um, into a venture which is actually counterproductive, which is making the world less secure. They just uh, admitted finally uh, the the in an internal study in the Defense Department that, um, the, that the war in Iraq had, far from protecting us from uh, terrorists, had succeeded in generating more terrorism in the world than had been there before. So um, we know this, but, we, but when you go to an anti-war rally and all you hear is, get the troops out, there isn't any real alternative being presented in terms of, well, the world is a dangerous place. What are we going to do about that? And our answer is, yeah, it's a dangerous place because of the way that we and other countries have acted in the world. And the solution isn't simply to withdraw troops, although I'm for that also, absolutely, but to um, come with a positive vision of how we could get a world that was safe. And the answer is the global Marshall Plan and global poverty. We have the resources to once and for all end poverty, not just in the United States, although that's an important part of it, but end it all over the planet, end homelessness, end end inadequate education, end inadequate health care. We could do that with our resources, and we would benefit far more than we will benefit from the endless sinking of our resources into a war machine. Well, thank you for saying that because we're not short on imagination. I think it's a bold move, and it really requires people to step up and be courageous to say what you're saying and to really not just say it without any platform. Uh, you have created, and, and I and, and thank you for for pointing that out. The spiritual covenant with America, and there are, there are eight covenants uh, in the book, as you mentioned, and these are actually plans. This is not smoke. This is actually a way that you've uh, and and the folks that you you work with have come up with to say this is what we can do now. Yes, this exactly. is not pie in the sky. Right. So that I think that's really important to say that. But yet, what are we what are we focusing on? We're focusing on headline news today, where Candelisa Rice is going after Bill Clinton to see which one of these two really did go after a terrorist. I mean, imagine what would happen if, in your words, we would take our energy and put it towards these covenants. Great. Yes. And that's what you're doing. Yes. And yes. the way you know, I, I want to make sure that everyone knows that they can participate, go to www.spiritualprogressives.org. And I want to ask you this. In my opinion, what you've written in this book, uh, and also when we're talking about the spiritual covenants with America, this transcends politics. This is, for me, am I right? Yes. I mean, I think that the, um, the book, The Left Hand of God, became a bestseller this spring because um, people found that it was not only a way to deal with the religious right, 
but it was also um, it wasn't a partisan book on the on uh, cheerleading for the Democrats or for the liberals. It's really a book that that um, presents a vision of a spiritual vision that really goes um, that isn't really left or right. When we're talking about putting love at the center and not just uh, saying that in some uh, in some way that we can all go to church or synagogue or mosque or uh, ashram and say, yeah, we're for love but to actually figure out what a, a, a society based on love would look like and how we can build love into the center of our, our, our social and political vision and how that can then shape our personal lives. That's the center of what we spiritual progressives are about, and that's why I'm hoping people will join our movement of, at www.spiritualprogressives.org. Get the book, The Left Hand of God, and um, uh, let's work together. And let's work together, and we will certainly make sure that we let people know. Thank you, Rabbi Michael Lerner. Thank you. All right, everyone, you heard it. This is your time. Step it up. Say yes to love. And get a copy of the book. Visit the website. Thank you again for listening. You'll hear more about uh, Rabbi Michael Lerner in the future. Thank you, Voice America. See you soon. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Let's go.